0: So welcome to uh, Developmental Disabilities Association's Encouraging Abilities podcast. Joining us today is Delia Meinhardt. Now Delia is the Assistant Director of Employment Services at Jobs West. Now, if you don't know what that is, that is one of DDA's uh, social enterprise operations. Now Jobs West is an employment service that connects clients uh, with developmental disabilities with employers to help the client find and keep a job, but also works with the employer to ensure success of the program. Job West fosters inclusion, community, and independence for its clients. Uh, Part of that success, of course, is ensuring accessibility for everyone involved. So thanks for joining us today, Delia. Thank you. Now, can you take us through the process of finding a client and getting them a job, sort of, you know, if you're gonna bridge it, sort of start from finish?
1: (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, So our client referrals come to us through government programs, such as Community Living British Columbia and WorkBC Employment Services. We also find potential clients when we're in the community presenting to local high schools and colleges. We will support them with accessing our service. So before our client can get a job, what we do is we do some prep work with them. So we take the time to discover the person's skills and abilities, identify what type of environments are ideal. So for example, do they prefer to work independently versus within a team? Do they want to work outside versus inside? We assess work skills, provide skills training, and clients attend employment workshops. Workshops such as how to write a professional resume, ways to ace an interview, dress to impress, how best to communicate with your colleagues, time management, and what are employment standards. After that, we move into placement. We encourage clients to participate in informational interviews. So for those that aren't familiar with this, we schedule a time to meet an employer at the work site to discuss their business, the industry, what skills are required for a specific position. If it's possible, we ask for a tour of the job site. This gives a chance for the client to see the site and whether it's an environment they would like to work at. Our staff meets with employers and discuss their current business needs and we specialize in customized employment which is customizing an existing position within a company as well as creating a new position. So for example of how this can be a benefit for a business would be an employee in a management position spending their majority of their time inputting data, compiling information, or researching. All of the previous mentioned tasks could be allocated to a client, freeing the manager to focus on high-level business rather than entry-level tasks. Once a client is placed, we provide on-site job training, assist with workplace accommodations if necessary. Once a client is fairly independent, we fade our supports to follow-up supports, which can look like check-ins once a week, once a month, once every quarter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If there is retraining required on. Or the job description change due to promotion or restructure within the business, our staff can step right back in and support the client with the um, support the client and
0: employer. Oh, that sounds really good. So, how many different businesses does Jobs West work with currently?
1: Yeah. So this number kind of changes daily. Um, every day we work with employers, whether it's to develop a new position within the, their company, provide disability awareness or diversity and inclusion workshops. So, for example, like last year, we placed 174 clients in businesses.
0: Wow. Now, what's the, what's the process for outreach to businesses? Do you look for specific sectors? or are some Are there some styles of businesses that are easier to work with than others?
1: Yeah, so our staff tend to not necessarily look for specific positions or sectors. We meet with businesses to understand their business needs and see if we can provide a solution. So our staff are pounding the pavement, knocking on business doors, they are tasked to develop business relationships with employers. So we're looking for entry level positions where businesses typically have high turnover in these positions.
0: Now, clients, obviously some of our clients or your clients rather have some very specific and individual needs. How do you ensure accessibility at a workplace? Is there a process that Jobs West goes through or a level of compliance that a business must have in place?
1: Yeah, so when a client starts work or even before they start work, our staff goes into the business and kind of kind of uh, speak with the team and management and kind of get a tour of the site to ensure that the site itself is accessible. So accessibility is more than just ramps and large print monitors. Although those are common things that make life easier for people, accessibility is also about attitude and what a person can do versus what they cannot. And many small changes, for example, like a one hour difference in start time can be really meaningful to someone. So for myself as the employer at Starworks Packaging and Assembly, we know what it's like to employ people with diverse abilities. Not everyone fits a Monday to Friday, nine to five. We have flexible scheduling, allowing part-time work and break periods where someone may not be available due to a mental health crisis. Um, even at StarWorks, we use t- talk-to-text technology for those with hearing impairments. So something that you and I may take for granted would be starting a new job and successfully complete orientation. We have supported many employers to revise their orientation handbook so it is more accessible for everyone. So we will revise documents so it's in plain language minus all the jargon.
0: So, how much of the onus is on the employer to ensure accessibility? How much is on JobWest? Is it more of a sort of a team effort?
1: Yeah, no, definitely, I would say team effort. I guess the duty to accommodate and ensure accessibility. Um, It it is teamwork, but it's mainly the business. Um, They have to ensure that they are being inclusive and they're allowing workers to participate fully. Um, Employers should make every effort to be more accessible. Unfortunately, without disclosing a need for accommodations, sometimes employers won't likely provide those tools. Um, So as part of our services, we can assist in making things more accessible or even applying for accessibility and accommodation grants to tweak someone's workspace.
0: Also the grants, okay. So what are, what are some sort of common issues that you face with employers in terms of accessibility and how did you overcome that?
1: Yeah, so many employers that we work with or start the conversation about our services have no understanding or knowledge about the population we work with. So part of our role is to provide the information and educate them on what accessibility looks like. So for example, let's talk about the interview process with a potential hire. Before the applicant comes into the office, are we asking them if accommodations are required? Is interview location at an accessible location? So are we looking at lighting? So I, myself, do not necessarily like sitting under a fluorescent light. Mm. Um, Are there even any physical barriers for the person coming into the office? Employers should stick to using common used words and stay away from jargon. So shorter sentences, using active voice rather than passive, ask skill-based questions rather than complicated behavioral questions. There are alternatives for individuals who may struggle to verbalize their experience and skills. So what we love to do is a working interview. So the client tries out the job for a couple hours. This gives the opportunity for the client to understand the job and gives the employer the opportunity to identify if the client has skills to meet the minimum requirements. Another thing we do is we do a lot of unpaid work experience. This can be a multi-day trial of the job to ensure an employee match or a wage subsidy to support with training and accommodations are required. Um, a lot of our employers are hesitant to provide accommodations. Um, they believe it will cost thousands of dollars. In actuality, the t- cost is actually less than $500. So mm. most most times this can be covered through assistive technology funds.
0: Now that was, you know, so that was my next question. So do you find most employers are relatively easy to deal with in terms of getting employees in place and doing the job?
1: Yeah, so for many of our first time employers, it's a new experience, one that they are kind of uncertain about. So as part of our service, we support employers with next steps, how to place an individual with diverse needs in their company. We spend time educating employers. We hope the message streams down from top to frontline staff with open communication and similar views on outcomes. It can be a a success.
0: Now, what about, you know, typically developed employees? Do you see any issues sometimes there or do you find most people are accepting and welcoming of of people with uh, neurodiverse needs at work?
1: I myself don't generally see an issue. I see people who are unsure and don't have much exposure to some of the folks we work with. So with time, the employees recognize that the individual is contributing to the workforce. Just like them, they have a role to fulfill. So what we see most often is there is at least one person on each team that has a friend or a family member with a disability. We identify these individuals and teams and really champion them. They are the individuals who know that people with diverse needs have something to offer. and we see team mor- morale increase. We even see employees adopting training materials that we put in place.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, moving on to the employer of the year, each, re- each year we give out this employer of the year award, or rather Jobs West does, what does an employer have to show to earn that level of recognition, given that we've got you know out of dozens of um, employers?
1: Yeah, so Disability Employment Month in British Columbia is in September and we present an employer with the award, as you mentioned. Um, It's always difficult to narrow narrow down because we work with a lot of incredible employers. We look for someone that has committed to an inclusive workforce, willing to champion this partnership with Jobs West, and understanding that hiring someone with a diverse pool of talent is not charity, but it is a business need.
0: Now you mentioned you've got 170 177 people you found jobs for in the past year.
1: Very close, 174.
0: 174 is that is that a good year or is that a sort of an average year for Jobs West?
1: It's our best year over the <laughs> last ten years. Um, we had a little dip when pandemic started. Yeah. Um, but it's just gone up, and even during the pandemic, we got creative with businesses and created and carved new positions that really um, spoke about high touch areas, sanitization, really catering to those um, needs.
0: So, I mean, and from your perspective, is this, is this sort of a growth industry? You're seeing growth sort of every year in, in the work you do?
1: Yes, 100%. I think right now um, it's definitely a job seeker market. Um, I think we have a diverse pool of individuals who have the skills to contribute. Um, so we, it definitely is growing
0: that's amazing so and we know through research that having a neuro neurodiverse staff as you've mentioned is good for a lot of reasons for morale uh we know um the neurodiversity community are very very hard working very attentive employee re- retention actually gets better which helps keep costs down and more so do you see a lid this reflected in the work that you do
1: yes absolutely um Our clients who seek those entry-level positions are loyal, they are long-term employees who bring commitment to their positions. Um, For example, this year we're celebrating a couple big milestones. One individual who works at a local community center is celebrating 10 years and another working at a Vancouver sports team is celebrating 15 years. Um, We pre-screen applicants for employers. We can essentially be their HR department. Employers tell us what they are looking for and we find that for them. Um, Another benefit as a company, you could be demonstrating corporate social responsibility by promoting diversity in the workforce, which in turn increases employer morale. Um, Employees with disabilities typically have a lower turnover rate. Um, What else? There's a lot of other things. 86% had better or or equivalent attendance than their peers. It just makes sense to hire individuals with diverse abilities.
0: So what's one of the most successful job matches you've been a part of?
1: Yeah. um, I got, I guess, two stories for you. Um, one was actually in 2009. Um, we partnered with Starbucks Canada to create the cafe attendant position. So you may walk into Starbucks and you may see someone that's not behind the counter, but people kind of rovering in between the tables. Um, our staff spent a day at one of the busiest Starbucks location in Vancouver with a latte in hand. The staff observed the day-to-day operations we, But we recognized that baristas had many different roles. Customer service, making coffee, restocking pastries, clean tables, floors, washrooms, um, dishwashing, and the list goes on. So from there, we saw huge lineups and people leaving the store because they couldn't wait any longer for their coffee. So we proposed a carved position. The cafe attendant would take on the entry-level task, freeing up staff to provide customer service and to be more efficient with completing orders. So that's just one of them.
0: Oh, well, that's good. We know we like Starbucks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Did you want to talk about the the other success story?
1: Yeah. No, for sure. Um, I guess the other one is we supported um, an individual to, like they've never had a job before. So we worked on creating a resume, trying to find those experiences through high school. We prepared them for interviews as well as explore different jobs. After spending time together, we recognized her love for flowers and her amazing ability to focus on details. When we took the client for a tour at a local grocery store, she was seen spotting expired products on the shelves. In the floral department, she was picking the dead leaves off the flowers and plants. It didn't matter that the client didn't have the same education or work experience as her fellow colleagues. The supermarket was quick to recognize her abilities and hired her in their produce and floral department. Um, So they recognized the benefits of having her on Mm -hmm. the team. I, I mean, like how many times have you come home with expired products? (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, try not to. <laughs> try not to.
1: But wouldn't it be great to have someone just dedicated to ensuring that all the product is fresh?
0: Mm-hmm. Therefore,
1: it leads to great customer service.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, so in terms of your hiring, you know, the, the, the clients that you work with, you mentioned this last one was their their first job experience. Are the majority that people that you work with, is this their first job, or is there an age range where people have been employed before?
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's quite a large range. We have people coming out of high school with limited um, work experience, and we have people that actually have um, post-secondary education, lots of experience. Um, a lot of folks come to us because they find it hard to maintain employment, so we support mm-hmm. them with that.
0: Well that's good. Now, do you see society at large getting better at including including people with diverse abilities, or are we are we playing a game of catch up?
1: Yeah, no, I think businesses are more open to diversifying their workforce. They may not know where to start, and that's where we come in the picture. Um we support businesses with their diversity and inclusion strategies. So I would say over the last 10 years, I'm using 10 because I've been at Jobs West <laughs> now for actually more than 10, it's been fifteen years. Um, there's definitely been a shift towards facilitating accessibility and, and equality in the workforce. So government programs such as Work BC provides free services for people with disabilities to find work in BC. Jobs West is actually a subcontractor, and we work with individuals in the lower mainline to find customized employment. There's also other programs the government have put in place, like assistive technology, um, where they fund um, assistive technology for individuals.
0: Now, kind of a personal question, is the government, in your mind, doing enough to facilitate this kind of accessibility and equality in the workplace, or could they be doing more?
1: I think it's a good start. I think there's a lot of programs right now, um, and we are tapping into those programs to support people with uh, disabilities.
0: Um, What would you like to see happening more of, or what can society be doing better for accessibility or creating opportunity?
1: I think uh, it comes down to just, I would like to see more conversations about what our folks can do for businesses. Um, we spend a lot of time going to businesses and providing workshops such as disability awareness, as well as workshops on how to create tools and accommodations in the workplace. Um, these workshops are usually held over lunch hour, but I just want to see more discussion, more um, more discussions and questions and how we can better uh, be more inclusive.
0: So how can how can people find out about these workshops?
1: Yeah, so they can go on our website, and um, they can contact us through the website, or they can give me a call, and um, these workshops are free. So we can come on site, or we can do it over Zoom and um, kind of support
0: your team. Now, that website, of course, is jobswest.ca. Very simple to remember. Just a couple more questions for you, Delia. What got you interested in this line of work?
1: Yeah, so I um, studied psychology at UBC and minored in family studies, I've always wanted to work in the social services sector. So before my time at DDA, I was actually working with kids with autism and I just thought the next step would be working with adults. So after a few years at DDA, I applied for the employment specialist position at Jobs West and just loved the position and program. I kind of got to do a little bit of everything. So I would have to go marketing. I would have to job train people at different sites every day. Um, and I love doing workshops.
0: So you really like doing this, this, this kind of work? Love it. (laughs) (laughs) So what kind of training? I mean, you mentioned some of your schooling. What other kind of training is required to be part of the team at Jobs West?
1: Yeah, so if anyone is interested in working at Jobs West as an employment specialist, we require experience and education in the social science field. Um, Obviously, preferred experience with um, diverse population as well. As for training, D-Day has a comprehensive online training program where staff can sign up for courses related to customized employment. And our management team also provides hands-on training for new staff.
0: You've been listening to the Developmental Disabilities Association's Encouraging Abilities podcast. My guest today was Delia Meinhardt. She's the Assistant Director of Employment Services at Jobs West. That is one of DDA's social enterprise operations that helps connect neurodiverse clients with employers for success. Thank you for joining us today.
1: Thanks, Evelyn.